0: Good afternoon, Church. I'm usually I usually have that one. My name is Tito. Tito. And I will be sharing God's word today. Continuing our series. Continuando uh, con nuestra serie. Living in light of Christ's return. Um, before we start, I want to go ahead and pray. And ask God to guide us in his word. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for this afternoon, Lord God, where we can gather as your saints and hear the preaching of your word, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the freedom we have to be able to do this as Christians today here in America. We ask you that we would value your word, that your word would penetrate our hearts. If anyone here does not know you, that you would bring them to you, Lord God, through Christ. Lord, we ask you, that, 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 you would, that you would help me, Lord God, be clear in what you have helped me understand about your word, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to share with you um, something uh, from last week's sermon. Javi nos habló acerca de, de alimentarnos de la palabra de Dios para poder volvernos espiritualmente maduros. Mature, que para poder crecer espiritualmente en madurez tenemos que alimentarnos. And what is it that we're supposed to be feeding on? ¿Y de qué se supone que nos alimentemos? It is his word. Es de su palabra. This is what causes us to grow in faith. Now I'm going to share something with you about this brother. Ahora, quiero compartir algo en relación a este hermano. This is my pastor. Este es mi pastor. He is not perfect. Él no es perfecto. But I'm going to share something with you about this brother. He doesn't like to eat his rice and beans. He's very picky with his food. But there's something that I... I eat rice, not beans. (laughs) No beans. I don't like the beans, but I eat the rice. (laughs) But there's something that I value about this brother. And this church. In discipling me... He has taught me how to value this word. He has taught me how to feed on this word. Me ha cómo de esta and he is standing here as a servant today helping me feed you guys. And I am grateful for that. Y estoy por eso. And I want to share with you something that I saw in the word that we talked about last week. Y and it has to do with verse 4. Y tiene que ver con el versículo 4. And it goes, Dice, así que nos sentimos orgullosos de ustedes ante las iglesias de Dios por la perseverancia y la fe que muestran al soportar toda clase de persecuciones y sufrimientos. As as I was reading this and I was meditating on this, we understand that the Thessalonians were going through persecution. Now, we here in America, we, we really don't get much persecution you don't hear about people being martyred for their faith here so I wanted to put my mind in a place what does a modern day Thessalonian look like I want to understand how does a person being persecuted Siendo perseguido view the return of christ como ellos contemplan el regreso de cristo and how do we view that y cómo nosotros lo contemplamos because persecution would change the way you view the return of christ porque la persecución cambiaría la forma en que miramos El de so what I did was I went to a website called Voice of Martyrs I wanted to understand what this looked like y quería entender cómo se miraba esto. so I was looking at some videos getting some testimonies of people and it completely broke me, y completamente me and I was led to a page where you can actually send a letter to a Christian prisoner y me llevaron una página donde tú puedes escribirle a una, una carta a un prisionero, alguien que está prisionero por su fe. And I started seeing verse 4 come alive. Y empecé a ver como ese verso 4 cobraba vida. Why, Paul, were you going around boasting to the churches about what the Thessalonians were going to? Because it wasn't about the Thessalonians and what they were able to do. It was about how they were persevering through faith. So as you were a church around the Thessalonians, and Paul comes and he's telling you the testimony of this church in the Thessalonians, what would those testimonies do to you? How would you react? And I began to understand that as I found this brother online. This pastor Li Jun Kai. This brother is in China. Este está en China. He is in prison for over five years. Se encuentra en la prisión por más de cinco años. He is a pastor in a place that is very hostile to the gospel. Es un pastor en un lugar que es bastante hostil al evangelio. And where he's from, de donde él, you have to register as a Christian because China wants to know what you believe. Te que como la China saber lo que crees. You cannot have a Bible like we have it here in America. No tener una como la que aquí en so the word of God to them is extremely valued how does that how do we view the word of God nosotros vemos la palabra de Dios? is it just something that we pick up when we have free time because this brother's whole life is depending on this word and we treat it so lightly here in America aquí en América la tratamos con tan, tan so I wanted to experience this Quería experimentar esto. so on the page of the voice of the martyrs they give you the Opportunity to write a prisoner. Entonces, en esa página, la voz de los mártires te dan la oportunidad de escribir una carta a alguien que está en prisión por su fe. And I don't speak Chinese. Y yo no hablo chino. So the, the the website actually helps you translate your letter in his language. Entonces, la la página web te ayuda a traducir la carta que le escribas en el lenguaje de ellos. I'm gonna share the very first thing that I wrote to this brother. Y quiero compartir con ustedes lo primero que le escribí a este hermano. This brother who is in prison. He is not allowed to have a Bible. Thank you for suffering with Jesus. Gracias Jesús. Thank you for suffering with Jesus. Gracias con Jesús. My prayers is with you as you endure the fellowship of suffering. Mi oración mis oraciones están contigo mientras resistes en la comunión del sufrimiento. Keep looking to Jesus. Continúa mirando hacia Jesús. Our only hope of heaven. Nuestra única esperanza en el cielo. The fields are ripe right for harvest. Los campos están listos para la cosecha. I, pre, I pray you bring, men, bring in many. Y yo oro que tú puedas traer a muchos. My heart rejoices that you are strong in the Lord. May those who persecute you see Jesus in your life. You are counted worthy to suffer for his name. Eres considerado digno de sufrir por su nombre. You are fighting a good fight. Estás peleando la buena batalla. May you keep the faith and finish the race. Que puedas permanecer en la fe y finalizar la carrera. I will, I pray you will feel the presence of Christ with you today. es que puedas sentir la presencia de Cristo en tu vida hoy. I've been praying for this brother. Está orando por este hermano. He has helped me see what is going on here in Thessalonians. Y él me ha ayudado a ver lo que está ocurriendo aquí en Tesalónica. His testimony is doing for me what Paul was doing to the churches in his time as I see this brother persecuted it does something to me hermano siendo me hace algo it, li- and it causes me to look at my life and my suffering I realize I'm not suffering like this brother this brother is trying to hold tight to the name of Christ this does something something to you church and I wanted to share this quería, as we go into understanding God's justness. Because I wanted our hearts to be right as we receive this message. To understand what God is trying to show us. Because we got a big problem with God's justness. Un con la de Dios. And what does that have to do with Christ's return? Y que tiene que ver eso con el de it has to do with everything with him returning. Tiene que ver todo con su I'm not sure what you understand about Jesus' return. No sé or what you've been taught in your life about when Jesus comes back. Many of us have probably watched the movie Left Behind or we've probably been taught something from a ch- from our youth in our church and it has caused us to fear the return of christ why is it that this does this to us now i don't think i have some new interpretation of the end times of christ ahora yo días antes regreso de Cristo. But I do want to challenge you to one thing. Pero sí quiero retarte en relación a algo. Because when it comes to studying the end times, porque cuando viene cuando hablamos del estudio de los últimos días, there's so many teachings out there. Hay tanta enseñanzas ahí afuera. And it's confusing. Puede crear and you can look at it and become overwhelmed y lo y and you can become disheartened like I don't understand this and it can cause confusion y puede I invite you to look at the return of Christ through the lens of the gospel. Así que te invito a que puedas contemplar el regreso de Jesucristo a través del evangelio. That is the only and best way to interpret his return. Esa es la única y la mejor manera para interpretar su regreso. If you have no theology or understanding or eschatology of the end times, Si no tienes ninguna teología o escatología o entendimiento de los últimos días, the Lord will not fail you if you look at it through the lens of the gospel. Dios no te fallará because his return is a response to that gospel. Porque su regreso es una respuesta de ese evangelio. I remember when I was young. Recuerdo cuando era joven. I got into some trouble. Me metí en problemas. And I did something. Y yo hice algo. Uh, back in the day when I grew up. Para esas épocas antiguas cuando yo me crié. Marijuana was legal, I mean not legal. Marijuana was not legal, it was a drug. (laughs) Nowadays you can go to any store in Columbus and probably find some marijuana. But when I grew up it was illegal. And I got in trouble for it. And I got arrested. And I had to go before the judge. Y tuve que ante un juez. And what the judge did was he gave me a, a year of probation. And in my probation, I had to remain clean from this drug. So every week I had to show up to this PO. La tenía que, eh, ante este PO. And I had to provide a urinalysis. Eso fue lo Probation officer. Probation uh, officer. Look at me. <laughs> that mean, uh, when I say PO, it means probation officer. Okay. It sounded like Ford in Spanish. Those, are, those of you that don't understand the laughter, it's no, not uh, P.O. No, no, no. <laughs> PO. <laughs> but, but I just translated. I just translated. <laughs> so. My probation officer. <laughs> de thank you. He had to give me a urinalysis every week. Él me tenía que la, la orina todas las and I had to remain clean. Y yo tenía que but what happened? Pero ¿qué Did I obey my probation? Eh, mi I went before the judge. Yo fui delante del juez. I got what I deserved. Me and now I had to remain clean because of that. Tenía que a causa de eso. I didn't like that. Y no me I still wanted to live the way I wanted to. Yo vivir la que yo vivir. So the first week I come back, Así que la que de vuelta, I failed. Fallé la failed the very first time. La primera vez. And my PO looks at me. My oficial... probation officer looks at me. <laughs> And he looks me square in my eyes. Y me mira a los ojos. As he was a nice guy. Un de buena gente. But I remember his look had turned. Pero que su como que se había un poco. And now it was straight business. Y ahora era como, como más and he told me. Y me dice, You're going to tell me the truth. Me vas a decir la and if you lie to me. I'm going to lock you up for a year. I'm not playing with you. I'm giving you the opportunity to do what's right. Come clean and tell me the truth. Have you been messing around with marijuana? So me, fearing, knowing I was busted, but I was given a chance of grace, pero que se me estaba dando la oportunidad de gracia. What did I do? ¿Qué yo hice? I gave them partial truth. Le di la la verdad parcial. Which is a lie. <laughs> Les di la verdad parcial. I told them, "Okay, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I I am guilty. I did." Le dije, "Sí, sí, soy culpable, lo hice." One time. Una vez. Which was a lie. Que fue una mentira. I did not stop doing what I was doing. Porque no no paré de hacer lo que estaba haciendo. I had a problem with the law that he was representing. See, what I wanted my probation officer to do was I wanted him to overlook what I had done. I wanted him to let me slide with no consequences Sin ninguna consecuencia with no redemption necessary Sin ninguna redención necesaria. i didn't like what he represented no me gustaba lo que él representaba. i felt like i had the freedom to do what i pleased so what was i doing Entonces, ¿qué estaba haciendo? i gave him partial truth la verdad I partially repented of what I did. Expecting full redemption. But he gave me a chance anyway. He said, I'm going to give you seven days. One week. You can clean up si te limpias, or I'm going to lock you up. O te limpias, o te voy a I remember the fear that I felt right there. El miedo que sentí it's ese it's en el like a heaviness that comes over es you. Como un peso que viene sobre ti. At that time, my wife was pregnant with my daughter. En ese momento, mi con mi hija. What was I supposed to do? ¿Qué se que yo iba a hacer? How was I supposed to raise my kid while I'm in jail? All for a plant? ¿Todo por una planta? But I had a problem. Yo tenía un problema. Because I enjoyed this freedom that I had and I didn't want to let it go. As the week approached, Mientras se acercaba la semana, I remember the struggles that I had leading up to, the, to that final day where I could redeem myself. The fights that I had. Las luchas que tenía. No, no, go home, go home. Don't hang out with your friends. <laughs> tus que cortarlo.: It was an inner struggle that I was having. Fue una lucha interna que yo tenía. I drank water. Yo tomé agua. I took every pill out there to help me clean my system. Todas las pastillas disponibles para ayudarme a limpiar el sistema. I was literally hurting my body in order to become clean because I was taking so much niacin. Literalmente estaba haciéndole daño a mi cuerpo porque estaba tomando tanto niacin. Ni así. It causes your body to flare up. Eso provoca que tu cuerpo se caliente. You get like re- these huge hives on you. You turn extremely te dan red. Como unas llagas, así, te pones rojo. But it cleans you out. Pero te limpia. And I was doing this all week. Y toda la semana. People were looking at me at work like, what's wrong with you, bro? Why are you so red? ¿Por qué estás tan rojo? I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. So on that day when I showed up, terrified, hoping that I redeemed myself, que iba a estar redimido, I provide my urinalysis and it comes back clean. Y and he tells me, okay, you're good. Y me dice, okay, bien. What did I learn from that? My redemption cost me a lot. When I realized what my redemption cost, I stopped. Cuando me di cuenta cuánto costó mi redención, me detuve. I quit going back to that thing that was going to cause me to be away from my family. Dejé de regresar a aquello que iba a provocar que yo estuviera lejos de mi familia. Realizing the cost of redemption does something to us. Dándome cuenta que el costo de la redención nos hace algo nosotros. Now, how do we view God's justice? How does the world view God's es que es que justice? See, I speak to a lot of people in my barbershop. Yo le hablo a muchas personas en mi barbería, and one of the things is when you sit in my chair, and you start getting a haircut, y a recibir un recorte de pelo, and we start talking about the gospel, and we start talking about the gospel you're stuck Estás ahí. you ain't going nowhere no vas para ningún lugar. you have to listen to me Tienes que escucharme. and I confront people with a lot of tough questions and I'm going to share with you something that I realized that almost everybody says whether they're Christian or not a Christian Sean cristianos we have a hard time understanding hell as fair punishment. entender Why is that? ¿Por qué es eso? We don't like what the law represents. No nos gusta lo que la ley representa. We don't like the law that God has given us. And I'm speaking about the 10 commandments. Why? Because God has to do what is right, right? If He is just, justo, if He is fair, justo, He must pay the law what it requires, right? What happens if He doesn't do that? no lo it means he's not being fair with everybody. Que no está justo con todo el mundo. So if he judges one person according to the law, persona he has to do everybody lo that way, right? Con todo el mundo de esa manera, if I go to heaven today, si yo voy al cielo hoy, and I stand before God, y me, y me, eh, estoy a Dios, and I say, God, look, I know I messed up, but please allow me into heaven. Pero por favor, Is it fair to everybody that has died in the history of humanity that has had to be judged by that same law, is it fair to them? Es justo para todos aquellos que han tenido que ser juzgados por la misma ley, ¿verdad? Es justo para ellos. So how does God judge the whole world fairly? Entonces, ¿cómo es que Dios juzga a todo el mundo justamente? See, we as people, we want to apply God's forgiveness nosotros como personas queremos aplicar el perdón de Dios with no redemption necessary, Sin We don't want to pay the price. No queremos pagar el We want to partially repent. of the things that we can, de las cosas que and expect God to still fully forgive us of our sins. That's a problem, though. Why? because the law requires something porque la ley requiere algo the requirement of the law is death el requisito de la ley es muerte and people have a problem with this requirement la personas tienen un problema con este requisito not only sinners no solamente pecadores but Christians also pero cristianos también why por we want to partially repent of our time queremos parcialmente arrepentirnos de nuestro tiempo we come to church venimos a la iglesia We'll come in a Bible study. A un we, we, we repent of our money. We, we partially repent with our money. Parcialmente nos I pay my money to the church. I pay my tithes. Yo yo I even surrender my Facebook. Hasta rindo mi, mi, mi cara libro. I'm a Christian. Soy cristiano. Jesus is my God. Es mi Dios. But my heart. Pero mi corazón. I'm not ready for that no yet. Estoy listo para eso I'm not ready for that. Why is that? We haven't fully understood the value of Christ. Because we haven't understood the law yet. We haven't understood the demands of the law. So the gospel hasn't produced the gratitude that it's designed to do in us. Así que el evangelio no ha producido la gratitud que está diseñada para producir en nosotros. I see this especially in people. personas. that are trying to say that God that God is not loving. They say your God is not loving. amoroso. You can't accept this group of people who, who, who want to love each other and I'm referring to homosexuals. Your God is not loving. So, tu Dios no, es un Dios no, he's just. No, 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 él es justo. So what have people done? Entonces, ¿qué han hecho las we say since your God can't do it, decimos, como, como tu Dios no lo puede hacer, I'm going to do it. Yo lo voy a hacer. I'm going to love them. But in reality, pero, what are they doing? Pero en realidad, ¿qué es lo que hacen? They just don't like confrontation with their beliefs. Simplemente no les gusta la confrontación en relación a sus creencias. But the believer, pero el creyente, we have a duty. Tenemos un deber. To help the world understand God is just and the way we do that is through his law. De hacer al mundo entender que Dios es justo y la forma que lo hacemos es por medio de su ley. Let's look at his word verse 6. Veamos en la palabra el versículo 6. It says God is just he will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give your relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. Now, as I was reading this, I had to ask myself, Paul, why are you telling these suffering Christians? Pablo, that God is just. Que Dios es justo? Why don't you tell them you know God is love? Why don't you tell them God is good. He's going to carry you through this. He doesn't do that. Él no hace eso. He tells them God is just. Él le dice Dios es justo. He tells him God is fair. Él dice, Dios es justo. He's going to pay back to those people who are persecuting you what their reward is. Su and to you, ustedes, you also have a reward, U- Christian. También, una now, I want to look at what's the difference between these rewards. Ahora, ver la entre estas I don't know if you've ever read the book of Romans. But if you want to get a clear understanding of God, Pero si un claro en relación a Dios, the same way Javier been, has been helping me understand the Word of God, and driving me in there to constantly to study it, las I encourage you to go to the book of Romans and get very familiar with it. Because Romans will show you who God is. It will show you how God is just, te muestra como Dios es justo, how he is also the justifier, como él es el que justifica, and he doesn't compromise who he is. Y no compromete él es. He doesn't become unjust. No se vuelve injusto. Romans will teach you this te esto. and when you read Romans read it again y leas Romanos, léelo and read it again y léelo and read it with a friend y léelo con un amigo. and make it a part of your life y hazlo parte de tu vida. because the word is the only thing that is going to sustain these persecuted Christians when they're locked up. When persecution came to the Thessalonians the only thing that sustained them and kept them looking to Christ was the Word of God. It wasn't a message from a friend, uh, some prophetic message that he had given you. It wasn't some weird feeling that they had received, like that was going to carry them alguna experiencia o algún sentimiento que los iba a sostener en medio de esa persecución. It was truth and truth alone that was going to sustain them through their misery and suffering fue solamente la verdad lo que los iba a sostener a través de esa experiencia de sufrimiento. Now something that Romans talks about or algo de lo que habla romanos es the law es la ley. It talks about the law of God. Habla de la ley de Dios. Now, why does it talk about the law? ¿Por qué habla de la ley de Dios? Why do we have to have a solid understanding of the law? ¿Por qué que tener un de la ley? What does the law do? ¿Qué hace la ley? The law exposes who you are. La ley Somos. It shows you who you are in, in light of God's presence. Nos somos a la luz de la de Dios. What the law is designed to do, it's designed to, to become a schoolmaster. It teaches me that I have sinned and, and, and failed God in his commandments. And because of my failure to that law. Y a causa de mi, mi falla en relación a la ley, I need to pay the price that that law requires. Necesito pagar el precio que esa ley exige. And what is that price? Es ese precio? It's death. Es muerte. I have to pay with my life. Tengo que pagar con mi vida. See, the law has a weight. La ley tiene un peso. My life has a weight also. Y mi vida tiene un peso también. But my life, Pero mi vida, because of sin, por causa del pecado, has lost value, ha perdido valor. and it doesn't equal what the law requires anymore. See, this is what this is why Romans talks about Jesus as the second Adam. Because in order for me to meet the requirements that the law demands. I need to be the way Adam was before he sinned. I need to be perfect. Tengo que ser perfecto. Now how can I rewind in time and go back to that? ¿Cómo entonces puedo yo darle para atrás al tiempo y regresar a eso? Nobody can do that. Ninguno de nosotros puede hacerlo. That's why the law leaves the whole world guilty. Por eso es que la ley expone que todo el mundo es culpable. Now, what has God done? Ahora, ¿qué ha hecho Dios? How does God still remain fair ¿Cómo Dios siendo justo and save us y nos salva a la misma vez? without compromising the law or himself? Sin la ley or mismo. Somebody has to pay that. Tiene que con ese and that's why Jesus is the second Adam. Y por eso Jesús se le llama el Adam. He fulfills every requirement that the law demanded ya que Cumple con todos los requisitos que la ley exige his life, A través de su vida Y lo que él hace es, es que él, él, él se convierte en el pago de esa penalidad and through faith, when we trust in what Christ has done, y, y en fe, en lo que ha hecho, his life is credited to us as righteousness. Vida nos es a como we don't deserve it. No lo merecemos. It's an exchange that, it, 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 it doesn't even make sense to people. Es un que veces hace para las it's not fair, is it? No but the thing about mercy is, mercy doesn't have to be weighed by the requirements of the law. See, the law requires death. It has a measurement already established by una but mercy Pero la mercy is not measured the same way la no se mide de la misma forma. mercy overflows la eh, it is given in abundance se da en it does not stop no se see because God really all he had to do in order to meet that law and still be good bueno, he could have had Jesus just pay for our sins él pudo haber and just forgive us y and that's it y eso es todo. start over on your own try again he could have did that but he doesn't because mercy is not measured by, 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 by something it is given freely by his kindness and that's what Jesus is for us so what should that do to us as Christians Como if you were a Thessalonian si tú eres una de and you heard that, y eso, it would bring comfort to you because you know the value of your suffering does not compare with what you're about to receive. No God has forgiven you of your sins. Dios te ha perdonado de tus pecados. He's going to resurrect you and give you a glorified body. Te resucitará, dará un cuerpo glorificado. He gives you eternal life. Te vida eterna. You live with him forever. Forever. and the more you live with him él, the more you see his glory glow throughout eternity y más his con mercy eternidad. is not limited su no está this is what the Thessalonians were seeing when they understood God is just so when they looked at their persecutors así que a sus they realized you know, God's going to handle this Se de esto. God is going to take vengeance. Dios se encargará de esta situación. The Lord is just. Porque Dios es justo. He is going to do what is right. Y él hará lo que es correcto. Let me ask you something. Déjeme preguntarle lo siguiente. What should that do to us today in our context? What's going on here in America? ¿Qué está pasando aquí en Estados Unidos? If you realize... Si te das cuenta, By listening to the news, al las noticias, and hearing politics, en la política, they're attacking our Christian values, right? Están they're attacking the sanctity of marriage. Están la, 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 la del matrimonio. The, 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 the life. La vida. These are the things that, that are being attacked, right? There's no name attached to it. Now it's just morals. No, no hay adjunto, sino moral. We see that going on in our context, right? Eso en contexto, they want to remove the name of Christ from those values. Y el de de esos and if you stand up for doing what is right, si correcto, you're a good person. Eres una buena as long as you treat people kind, you're good. And that even carries over into our faith. Give you an example. Un ejemplo. I was talking with somebody the other day. Hablaba con alguien el otro día, and there was a family member who was a Jehovah's Witness. Now this person Esta persona, is a Christian. Es cristiano he believes in the gospel cree en el but their family member is a Jehovah's Witness Pero el de su es de Jehovah. now this person we understand is not believing the truth que esta no, no es creer la but you have the truth right he tells me, Él me dice, well first I tell him yo le digo, well didn't you try to talk to this person mm-hmm. about what they believe ¿No de a esta de lo que did you try to help them see their error and what he tells me, qué me dice él? what's right for me is right for me, and what's right for them is right for them. Do you see what he is doing? ¿Ves lo que él está he is making our reward in Christ. Él está Equal with the reward of the world. La está, la está presentando como igual a las recompensas del mundo. Also, he can be called a good person. Solo para que le llamen una buena persona. Do you see that confusion in this world today? En el mundo hoy. That's why we have to look at the word through the lens of the gospel. Por eso tenemos que ver uh, a, la, a este mundo a través del lente del evangelio and his return in light of the gospel. Because the gospel will properly interpret the return of Christ. What's going to happen when Christ returns? And how does God's justness, uh it, how is God's justice revealed in uh, revealed in Christ's return. Let's look at the text real quick. Let's look at verses 8 and 10. This will happen When Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels, he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among those who have believed. This includes you because you have believed our testimony to you. Esto sucederá cuando el Señor Jesús se manifieste desde el cielo entre llamas de fuego con sus poderosos ángeles para castigar a los que no conocen a Dios ni obedecen el evangelio de nuestro Señor Jesús. Ellos sufrirán el castigo de la destrucción eterna lejos de la presencia del Señor y de su glorioso poder. El día en que venga para ser glorificado por su pueblo santo y admirado por todos los que hayan creído entre los cuales están ustedes porque creyeron el testimonio que dimos. You know one of the things that I, that I hear a lot when people talk about, when I talk to them about God, this comes up often, y esto pasa mucho. they say God made me this way, Dios me hizo de esta forma. it's God's fault, es la culpa de Dios. he's the one that's responsible Él es el for this, por esto. he needs to do something about Él this. Tiene que hacer algo al The problem with that thinking is if you don't understand why God is just in the gospel God himself through Jesus comes down Desciende, under the hands of his creation bajo su creación, and takes care of the problem of their sin. Y se del del de ellos. He doesn't just create somebody and like you're going to be the scapegoat, you handle this, I put all my sins on him, that's it. He leads by example. He himself takes on our sins. So to those people that say this is God's problem, God has already solved it for you. Dios ya lo ha por ti. The problem is they haven't been able to understand that because they don't like a law. We live in a lawless society. En una que ser libre de la ley. This is going to go and tie into what Javier is going to preach about next week. Esto va a con lo que la que viene. We live in a world that doesn't want the law and that's going to create a man of lawlessness man man who wants no law and what's going to happen is if you're a Christian and you haven't understood that Christ has, has satisfied the demands of the law you haven't been able to look at the law and understand your sin how are you going to look at the Antichrist and be able to recognize and say oh I see I see the Antichrist I'm going to run to Jesus now you're not going to be able to look to the Antichrist and feel conviction and run to Christ that's the law's job And that's tied into the gospel. The gospel is what causes us to run to Christ. So if you think you're going to wait until the end times, and you're looking for seasons to change, and, and bloody moons, and all these weird things happening in the world, if you haven't looked through the gospel. Si, si no has contemplado el evangelio. That group of people is going to be the people that are deceived by that man of lawlessness because they have not understood their sins yet. Their redemption hasn't been met properly. They desire God to remove their sin unjustly. And God is not going to compromise himself for anybody. Picture this. Mire esto. I'm in heaven. Estoy en el cielo. I'm standing before God again. Estoy parado delante de Dios, And I tell God, "Forgive me." Y le digo Dios, Perdóname. I know you are all powerful, you're almighty, but please. Que tú eres todo poderoso, pero, ex- por favor, excuse my sin. E- excusa mi pecado. While Jesus is sitting right next to me. And then God says, y luego Dios dice, "Okay, está bien." Is that fair to Jesus? What makes you think he's going to let any of us walk into heaven after what he did to his son? And this is exactly what the world wants. They want God to let sin slide. él quiere que Dios ignore. El mundo quiere que Dios ignore el pecado. They want God to let our sin creep into heaven. Quiere que Dios permita que nuestro pecado entre al cielo. And that's not going to happen. Y eso no va a suceder. Because Christ when he returns, Porque Cristo cuando regrese, his return is going to expose every man's deeds. Su regreso va a exponer Las obras de todos los and when he returns regrese, those people who have rejected him are going to realize you were the one se darán cuenta, Tú eras aquel. now I want us to look at something in this passage que algo en este texto. first of all it says he's going to return in blazing fire Dice aquí, what is fire? it is light, right? his return is going to expose every man's deeds, right? his return, he's coming with angels, right? remember when he was on the cross and they told him send your angels to come down and rescue you and he didn't do that He didn't do it to please man because he was accomplishing our redemption. But when Christ returns, the world will witness his full power displayed. Maximum Jesus displayed to the whole world. And it's going to cause the world to want to hide from him. I don't know if you're reading this the same way I am. But as you read this, it seems like when he comes, judgment is coming too. So if you're a Thessalonian Así que si tú eres una persona de and you're sitting in jail, y sentado en la cárcel, how do you think you're looking at the people treating you the way you are? How do you think this news would reach you? Estas noticias llegarían ante ti. You're sitting in jail. Tú estás sentado en la cárcel y And you're hearing about Christ's return. Y escuchas acerca del regreso And you're hearing about how Jesus is going to reward everybody. Y acerca de cómo Jesús va a recompensar a todos. And all you're doing is meditating on his word. Y lo único que haces es meditar en Because they've taken your Bible from you. Porque te quitaron la You have nothing else. But you have devoured his word so much that you have memorized it. Pero te has memorizado la palabra porque la la has devorado. And you have and it's sustaining you in your faith and when you hear about his return it's causing you joy te gozo. you're hungry you're tired estás you haven't seen your family for years no has visto a tu por años. but you're still happy Pero estás how are you suffering and you're still joy? Es que because you understand his justness is going to be accomplished when Jesus returns and his word is sustaining you y su te and the name of Christ is being glorified el, in you while you suffer y el de está en ti look at verse 8 Mira el versículo it says he will punish those who do not know God one question that I come across many times perdón, is perdón. One question that I come across many times is. Una, una pregunta con la que me, siento, que, me, que me hacen muchas veces. Okay, so if your God is loving, si tu Dios es amoroso, uh, how is your God going to deal with people in the Amazon? Cómo va tu Dios a lidiar con las personas en el Amazonas? Those people who have never heard the gospel. Esas personas que nunca han escuchado el evangelio. If your God is loving, how is He going to deal with them? Si tu Dios es amoroso, ¿cómo él va a lidiar con ellas? through his justice. He's going to pay every man what they deserve. Well, they don't understand God? No, pero ellos no entienden a Dios. Yes they do. Sí, lo hacen. They have a law. Tienen una ley. The law exposes you. Understand what is right and wrong. Even gangsters have a law amongst themselves. If you snitch, you die. chotea. If, if you, tell, you, 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 you pay the price the law shows you have an understanding if you violate something you pay for it so even those people in the Amazon have a law amongst themselves yeah but it's not the gospel general revelation picture this Every man can understand this. Todo hombre puede entender esto. With your own mind. Con tu propia mente. I create an idol. Yo creo un ídolo Out of metal. Del metal. I pick up the idol and I place it in the temple. ídolo And I bow down before it. And I give this idol credit for everything around me. Who, cre- who created that idol? ¿Quién crea ese ídolo? I did. And I'm giving him the credit for all the creation. Does that make sense? You don't have to, You can be American, African, Russian. That don't make sense to nobody. And this revelation God has given to all men everywhere. Now you might be asking yourself. Tú le estar well alguien, they still don't have the gospel todavía no tienen el Evangelio. why doesn't God send anybody porque Dios no le envía a nadie. is that burden big enough for you to say I'll go because what we do is we still blame God because nobody has went lo que hacemos es que le echamos la culpa Dios porque nadie ha ido do we understand that his justice is, is going to bring his punishment on all men? And instead of blaming him, y en vez de culparlo a él, when are we going to say, I can't live with that thought of all these people perishing this is how missionaries and evangelists are born they understand the justness of God and they respond to his word y a su I don't need nobody to come and tell me I have a calling I have the eternal word of God who his Holy Spirit who is brother back a man from death. Okay, I- has caused me to be alive is telling me Tito you can do this how are we going to respond as a church I can tell you something about this brother right here if five people showed up to this church because the rest of us were in the mission fields this brother would be happy because the kingdom of God is going out. It will bring joy to this pastor not only to him but to us also, right? Do we understand this about God's justice? The world is in trouble but we as believers we have that joy, right? So if we were ever to go in that position where we had to suffer Si en esa donde que sufrir, if we had to be like Lee Jun Kai, the if we had to be like sustain Jun Kai, his if One thing you guys don't know about me. Algo que no saben de mí. I suffer from palpitations. Yo sufro de My heart skips. Mi corazón, eh, Brin, salta I struggle with stress. I juggle two jobs. I struggle with anxiety. I give myself. I give myself. Yeah, yeah. For everything in this world. So that my family can be comfortable. For my house, casa, for my cars, mis, mis carros, my retirement, mi retiro. Everything that's gonna remain here. I had to ask myself. Is the value of Christ worth more than all of this? If I'm willing to die for all this material stuff I have here. Why not for His name? ¿Por qué no por su I gotta die anyway might as well honor his name, the one who gave me the joy that I have. Do you understand what I'm telling you, lo church? Que estoy diciendo, iglesia? His justness changes things. Su justicia cambia las cosas. And when his return comes of Jesus, y cuando venga el regreso de Jesús, it's going to show the world, yes, God was just the whole time. Listen to what it says after those who do not know God. And do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Listen to that. Obey. How do we obey the gospel? By repentance and faith. arrepentimiento y fe. Remember when I was talking about partial repentance? Recuerda cuando hablaba del arrepentimiento parcial. Those people that claim to be Christians, personas que dicen ser cristianos, who have not fully surrendered everything they are to Christ, que no han rendido todo lo que son todavía a Cristo. If they had not seen themselves in light of the law, si no se hubieran visto a la luz de la, de la ley, and recognized that they need a redeemer, y reconocer que necesitan un redentor, it's talking about them. Está hablando acerca de ellos. And that's es lo a lot of people in America. Obedience is what God calls us to to his gospel. Those people will suffer the same destruction. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might. One thing about the law the presence of the Lord why is this important? because ever since Adam if you read in Genesis man keeps separating himself and going more distant from God they keep going east away from his presence the law requires that no man will be able to live in the presence of God with sin ningún hombre puede vivir ante la presencia de Dios en pecado so what is their due punishment entonces cuál es su castigo justo a lake of fire away from his presence es un lago de fuego lejos de su presencia. not in his presence no en su presencia away from him fuera de su presencia what's the glory of his might cuál es la gloria de su poder this was displayed to us on the cross esto lo vimos en la cruz del calvario Give me one man that has conquered death. Nobody has dealt with the issue of death except Christ. The glory of his might is found in Jesus. We have some powerful people in the world. We have powerful presidents we have amazing people y personas maravillosas. but no man will ever match the glory of this power being able to take on death poder encargarse de la muerte and give yourself life again this is all going to be revealed on that resurrection day so what am I getting to? Look what it says. Mira lo: que dice. It, "On that day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at all those who have believed. This includes you. Because you have believed.: Its el día en que venga para ser glorificado por su pueblo santo y admirado por todos los que hayan creído, entre los cuales ustedes están ustedes, porque creyeron el testimonio que dimos. El personas como el Pastor Lee Jung Kai. La forma en que él observa o contempla el regreso del Señor. Él se aferra al regreso del Señor de una manera tan profunda. Hablamos con de tantos cristianos. Y les preguntas acerca del regreso del Señor. And they have no clue what to believe about it. The coming of the Lord is tied with his gospel. It is the reward of those people who have abandoned everything in this world who feel that Christ has done so much for me. His name is worthy for me to abandon everything in my life so that His name be exalted amongst a world that wants no law. It's all about His name. Do we see His return this way, church? If you're sitting here today and you question Christ's return and you think about it and it doesn't do anything to you you're still waiting for signs you're still waiting for a signal from somewhere you're like those people in Jesus' day who approach Jesus Give me a sign and I'll believe in you. So wicked people. The gospel is the sign that God has given us. And that's the only thing that can wake you up, church. So if you are sitting here today and you're hearing this. And you haven't understood your sin know that grace is being extended to you through his word and he is going to redeem your sins for you Va a de tus and what he demands of you is for you to abandon everything in life and to trust in his son y que en su hijo. and when you do that you will also receive this reward y, y, when he returns y hagas eso, esa él and if you are a believer here today y si eres un en el día de hoy, look at this word esta palabra. marvel contemplar, I've had to meditate on this word. This is not an easy word, a light word. Every night that I have spent praying. Cada noche Crying my tears out. Orando, orando y llorando. Asking God to help me through my situations. Every circumstance I've had in life. Every time I get a palpitation and I wonder, one day I'm going to end up leaving this earth, but please God help me. Every difficulty in my life. Every circumstance is going to cause something when he returns. It's going to cause me to see his return and marvel. It's going to cause me to look at Jesus and just be in awe of him. His blazing glory is going to impact and make contact with me. I remember when my daughter went to college. And, and she wanted to come home. You said that was last week. Oh, my bad. My bad. And he said it like I remember, like so long ago. It's like last week. when my daughter went to college. Cuando mi se fue a la universidad, and she was returning home for the weekend. Y regresó a casa fin de semana, and I was buying a car. Yo un carro. and I hadn't seen her all week y no la había visto toda la semana. and I missed her like crazy y la extrañé muchísimo. and I'm buying this brand new car y estoy comprando un carro nuevo. beautiful vehicle. Hermoso vehicle but the moment I heard she got home gotta go Me tengo que ir. this deal is going to have to wait este negocio tiene que esperar. all I wanted to do was see her face When Christ returns, those lonely nights, those painful days that I've experienced, I now can put a face to the one who has sustained me throughout all my circumstances. This is what a persecuted Christian looks for. Y esto es lo que lo que el cristiano siendo perseguido. I talked to so many people. He hablado con tantas personas. They're like, "How do you know God exists?" ¿Cómo sabes que Dios existe? Have you seen Him? ¿Lo has visto? Have you seen Him? ¿Lo has visto? Do you have proof? Have you looked at Him with your eyes? ¿Tienes prueba? ¿Lo has visto a él con tus ojos? That truth is not reserved for people who don't believe in him. That belongs to us. We get to see his face. And we get to marvel at it. We get to experience the greatest joy. No more pain. No more difficulty. No more persecution. A reward we don't deserve. Una recompensa que no merecemos. Purchased by Christ. Comprada por Jesucristo. What does Paul tell us in y, verse 11? ¿Y qué nos dice Pablo en el verso 11? With this in mind, we constantly pray for you. Por eso oramos constantemente por ustedes. That our God make you worthy of His calling. Para que nuestro Dios los considere dignos de su, de, del llamamiento que les ha hecho. And that by His power He may bring to fruition every desire for goodness. por su poder cumpla todo propósito de bien y toda obra que realicen por And your every deed prompted by faith. la fe. We pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. And you in him. According to the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. What is Paul telling us here? What is Paul telling the Thessalonians to keep doing? Prayer. Oración. I have no idea who Pastor Lee Jun Kai is. But because of this, I have been praying for him. That God would, would make him worthy of his calling. That God would sustain his faith. That Pastor Lee Jun Kai would remain faithful to the name of Jesus. El Lee Jung Kai se firme en de Jesús. This has become Fier. my prayer. Esto se ha mi I have no idea who this guy is. No tengo idea de quién es este what is doing this? Y qué es lo que está esto. It's his word. Es su Reading his word is causing me to pray for other Christians. Leer su que yo ore por otros Do you guys see that? Lo ver? Listen to this. Every desire for goodness and every deed prompted by faith. Dice dice todo propósito de bien y toda obra que realicen por la fe. One thing that I realized when you listen to people that are persecuted if you're a person going through persecution do you look at that person persecuting you and say one day God's going to get you? He's going to get you back. I'm just going to wait here voy a good Christian but you're going to get yours. Mm-mm. You want to know one thing? I keep hearing from all these people that get persecuted. They listen to the command of Jesus. Jesús. Pray for those who persecute you. Pray for your enemy. That even in light of persecution. These persecutors are going to see the way you're living, the injustice that is coming to them, and they're going to be like, why are you like that? You're about to die, and you're still treating me with respect and dignity, why is that? That's the opportunity to glorify the name of Jesus. As this prisoner shares the justness of God through the gospel with this persecutor, his life becomes an example of what the gospel has done for us. God has given us something we don't deserve. And he has blessed us with kindness so the reason why I'm not reacting to the way you're treating me. Because my redemption wasn't bought by me. I understand the value of Christ. valor He's the one that paid for it. He's the only one that could satisfy the demands of the law. And it's because of him that I want you to see his mercy also. You know how many, you know how many persecutors have turned to Christ because of the, the testimony of that person? I'm going to share one last testimony by Pastor Wayne Cordero. Voy a compartir último testimonio el Pastor Wayne Cordero. And I hope this encourages us to go into his word deeper. This pastor, Wayne Cordero, este pastor Wayne Cordero he, wins, he goes to China, él va a China to the same place where Pastor Lee Junca is. El mismo lugar donde está el Li and when he gets to China, Cuando llega a China they, have to, they have to meet in secrecy. So they pick a room in a tall building or a hotel. Así que escogen un cuarto, ¿verdad? Un edificio alto. And the Christians that are coming to this meeting, y los cristianos que visitan esta, esta reunión, they have to travel over 15 hours just to get to this meeting. And when they get to this place, cuando llegan a este lugar, they have to go up two by two. Tienen que ir de dos en dos. Because if they get caught, porque si, si los agarran, Three years of prison años en for being a Christian. Por ser un the actual pastor that was there holding it, he asked him So, what's going to happen to me? You'll be deported. Tú vas a ser but us. We go to prison for three years. So they come to this room. And they're sitting on this hard wooden floor. No AC. Service starts at 8 a.m. Till 5 p.m. You got to get as much of Jesus in as you can. Because you don't know the next time you can get together. So they pack it all in. And this pastor shows up with some Bibles. There was about 22 people there. And, and he only had about 15. So he started passing out the Bibles. And there wasn't enough. And there was a lady and she gave her Bible to somebody else. Y le dio su a otra and they were going to Peter. Y en el libro de de Pedro. And afterwards, the pastor goes to them. Y de eso, el hacia, hacia ellos. And he asks her, hey, y le pregunta, Oye, why, why did you give your Bible away? Tu we, we were going through the Word. La she says, don't worry about it. Y dijo, no se I memorized it. Yo me lo they could take everything from me. They can't take away what's in my heart. She memorized the Bible. She memorized portions of the Bible. He said when did this happen? In prison. But you're not allowed to have a Bible in prison. So how do you get it? lo other Christians would sneak in pieces of paper. Otros cristianos entraban con algunos pedazos de páginas. And they would pass it to the prisoners. Y nos los pasábamos entre los prisioneros. And when you got this piece of paper, Y cuando recibías este pedazo de papel, you had to memorize it as fast as you could. Tenías que memorizarte lo más rápido posible. Because if the guards found it, porque si lo veían los guardias, they confiscated it. Te lo confiscaban. This is the life these people are living. Y esta es la vida que estas personas están viviendo. How many of us have three or four Bibles in our house? Live comfortably and haven't picked it up yet. And we wonder why we're still bondage to sin. Y nos por qué al we don't have the right redemption. No tenemos la the cost of our sin hasn't been properly paid. El costo de no ha sido and we don't value Jesus. Y no a Jesús. We don't value his no word. So this woman had memorized those scriptures, and it blew this pastor away. At the close of the meeting, he talks to him, and he says, look, man, i got to pray for you guys. Is there something that I could pray for you about? And the, the people from China say yes. Pray that one day we here in China can be like you in America. para nosotros algún China podamos ser como ustedes América. He said no. no. I'm not gonna do that. No eso. I'm not gonna pray. That you guys become like. us. I'm going to pray that we become like you. Que nos como Let us pray. Vamos. Heavenly Father, thank you. You know the anxiety I've had up to this point of sharing your word. but Just the weight of your gospel. The call to repentance. The call to believe and trust. And the kindness that you have granted us, we've become so comfortable. We've become so comfortable in our lives. Please awaken us through your word. It is your word that will sustain us and keep us. I know this church loves your word. And I do believe even from this church, you have called people that are going to go to places where they may have to experience this. And the only thing they're going to have is your word. There is a reality to your gospel. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will bring conviction. Will wake us up. Will let us see who we are in front of you. And that we have a major problem. And the only solution to that is your son. Who paid the full cost of the law. So that we, be, we can be given grace. And that grace can't be measured. It is given freely. Freely. It can't be held